Hi, I'm Manika Raman-Wilms, and you're listening to The Decibel from The Globe and Mail. Today, we raised the policy interest rate by 100 basis points, one percentage point. An increase of this magnitude in one meeting is very unusual. That's Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem. On Wednesday, he announced an unexpected move by Canada's central bank. It reflects very unusual economic circumstances. Inflation is nearly 8%, a level not seen in nearly 40 years. The Bank of Canada and central banks around the world are trying to get inflation back under control. They hope to do that by raising the key interest rate. We haven't seen a hike like this in 24 years. With this move, the bank is signaling it means business. And what history shows is central banks need to raise interest rates very aggressively, often so much so they cause a recession in order to kind of break that inflationary psychology. The Globe's Mark Rendell covers the Bank of Canada, and he's back on the show to help us decode this supersized decision and whether this move by the central bank will finally get inflation under control. This is The Decibel. Mark, it's great to see you again. Thanks for doing this. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Briefly, Mark, why is why is the recent Bank of Canada announcement such a big deal? It's a big deal because it's a big interest rate. We haven't seen a one percentage point rise or increase in the bank's benchmark rate since 1998. Uh, you know, a typical interest rate hike would be a quarter of a percentage point. In the last couple of months, they've been picking things up and have done several half-point moves, but a full percentage point increase is a very large move, and so that's what's grabbing everybody's attention today. One area that this will affect, of course, is is people's mortgages, and and it depends on what kind of mortgage someone has, too. So can, can you help us break this down? What does this mean for people with variable rate mortgages? For a large number, a large majority of mortgage holders, both uh, fixed uh, rate mortgage holders, as well as variable rate mortgage holders who have those fixed payments, um, you're not going to see an immediately r- immediate rise in your monthly payments. But if you are on that variable rate mortgage, you're going to see uh, more go towards paying off that interest. And if you're on a fixed rate mortgage, is it different then? If you're on a fixed rate mortgage, you're not going to see uh, a rise in your monthly payments until you renew. Uh, if you got a fixed rate mortgage in the depths of the pandemic at, you know, sub 2%, uh, you know, theoretically, you could have several years more uh, before you're going to see that reset, but it will obviously reset considerably higher. And what are any other ways that this rate hike will impact Canadians? So the goal of an interest rate hike is to make borrowing more expensive across the whole economy. So we, we think about it most often in terms of housing markets because you know one of the big pieces of debt that households take on is mortgages but uh, all kinds of debt is impacted by interest rates moving up uh, that includes business debt as well so you know interest rates rise that makes it more expensive for businesses to borrow money to expand uh, you know it also makes it more expensive for you to get a car loan or uh, other types of consumer debt like that so it's you know a lot of the conversation revolves around the housing market because the Canadian economy is 
uh, very heavily reliant on the housing market, and that is the most interest rate sensitive part of the economy. So, you know, we've already seen the housing market start to react to higher interest rates in recent months, um, with sales dropping and prices beginning to decline. Um, but you do see other parts of the economy respond as well. And that's precisely the point. What, what the Bank of Canada is trying to do uh, is bring the rate of consumer price growth, so bring inflation down by getting people to spend less money, which is reducing demand in the economy. Okay, so this is all coming back to that word inflation that we're hearing a lot about today. This is at the root of this then, right? It's all about inflation, exactly, mm. yeah. So that's what the Bank of Canada is doing when it's moving interest rates up and down, is it's trying to hit a 2% inflation target. Now, obviously inflation is running considerably hotter than 2% at the moment, and it has been for quite some time. What the Bank of Canada is trying to do is get the pace that prices are increasing to slow down. And the, the idea here is that, um, you know, if prices are increasing, the purchasing power of your dollar is decreasing. And the Bank of Canada's raise and detra is stabilizing the purchasing power of the Canadian dollar. So um, there's different forces that impact inflation. There's international forces like oil prices or, you know, international shipping costs, a whole range of things that have been affected by the pandemic that are um, driven by these international supply side factors. But there are also and there are increasingly uh, what are called demand side forces, which is basically people want to buy, Canadians want to buy more than the economy is able to produce. Interesting. Okay. I think a lot of people expected the rate to rise by 0.75% today, which is already something that people thought was high, but then the bank went even higher and raised it a whole percent. Can you just briefly give us kind of the bank's explanation? Why did why did they decide that they wanted to go this high? So they are they are front end loading their future interest rates. And what does that mean? What does front front end loading mean there? It means pushing the interest rate up more today. Uh, so they have to do less in the future. Um, so the idea is by moving a whole percentage point on Wednesday, they don't have to, uh, or theoretically, they may not have to move as much in September and later in the year. And they'll get back to that point where they need to get to where the interest rate is no longer stimulating the economy more quickly. Basically, what they're trying to do is um, shock everybody into believing that they're serious about controlling inflation. With this rate hike, the, the governor of the Bank of Canada, Tiff Macklem, he said that they recognize, quote, While the governing council was reassured that the inflation target remains credible overall, we recognized this credibility is being tested. What did he mean by that? Uh, over the past year, inflation, uh, as we said before, is, you know, at multi-decade highs, um, all around the world, central banks are having similar problems. Uh, we haven't seen an inflation shock like this since the 1970s and uh, early 1980s. And so central banks are kind of scrambling to try to, um, to try to get control over inflation. And a lot of central banks waited through much of last year and through early this year before starting to raise interest rates. A lot of them thought that inflation would be transitory, that uh, as certain pandemic-related factors like supply chain blockages uh, kind of improved over time, inflation would naturally come back down. Um, that's 
proved not to be the case, um, partly because some of the shocks are longer lived than expected, partly because we had a second shock, or you could call it perhaps a third shock, uh, this spring when Russia invaded Ukraine, and you had a massive spike in oil prices and commodity prices, which, you know, added fuel to the fire. Um, so because they waited so long, they're now having to play catch up and they're moving very, very quickly. So the Bank of Canada has done four interest rate hikes since March, every single meeting they've pushed rates up. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, you know, it's a dash to maintain their credibility. Let's break down some of the rhetoric that was used on Wednesday, uh, I guess, it, really in order to understand what's what's happening here. So at the at the press conference where this rate hike was announced, there was a lot of talk about, quote, anchoring inflation. By keeping inflation's well anchored on the target, as those global inflationary pressures begin to ease, inflation will come back down. If we, if inflation expectations become unmoored and move up, uh, then inflation is not going to come down when those international uh, price pressures ease. Uh, and there were a lot of boat metaphors used there, uh, but can you just help us understand that, Mark? What happens if inflation becomes unmoored? So I, I, I'm a sailor myself. I personally love the. Uh, uh, all the nautical references, um, but uh, yeah, what, what they mean when they say inflation getting unmoored is uh, that people will expect inflation to stay really high. Um, you know, people will look at the seven point seven percentage annual increase in inflation and go, "Hmm, I bet that's going to still, you know, prices are going to keep going up at that pace next year." And what happens when you start believing that is you start changing your behavior and inflation can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because if I believe inflation is going to keep going up as fast as it is today, I'm going to go to my employer and say, hey, I need higher wages. You know, my employer is going to look around at the competition and say, oh, prices are going up. I'm going to raise prices as well. And so you get what uh, central bankers call a wage price spiral. Um, Mm. Now, the Bank of Canada says we're not there yet. We're not at a wage price spiral, but uh, it's a very dangerous situation to get into. Um, It's what happened in the 1970s and early 1980s when the whole kind of inflationary psychology changed. And what history shows is central banks need to raise interest rates very aggressively, uh, often so much so they cause a recession in order to kind of break that inflationary psychology. So mm-hmm. what the Bank of Canada is trying to do is prevent those expectations from becoming unanchored, that is from you know moving too far away from their 2% inflation target. Um, and if they can do that by you know these large rate hikes, similar to the one they announced on Wednesday in this very rapid succession of rate hikes, then theoretically they could make their life easier in the future. So that wage price spiral that you mentioned, that seems to be a really important thing that they're trying to prevent there. But can the bank really have any impact to control that? It's hard. I mean, people's inflation expectations are formed by things like, you know, the prices they see at the grocery store, uh, the prices they see at the gas station. You know, there's there's a lot of academic uh, research into how people form inflation expectations. And, you know, for the average person, it's not necessarily based on what Tiff Macklem at the Bank of Canada says during a press conference, right? Mm. They're looking at the price of chicken at the grocery store. Um, and so, you know, this is why we're in such a fraught situation and why the Bank of Canada is in such a fraught situation is because 
prices are so high, um, you know, there is that risk. Now, in the past couple of weeks, we have seen some prices start to come back down. So oil prices have started to trend downwards. A lot of commodity prices have started to trend downwards as well. The reasons for that are not necessarily good. It's because a lot of people are expecting a recession in the United States and other parts of the world. And so demand for commodities is changing. Um, but you are seeing some uh, price pressures come back off. So in terms of whether the Bank of Canada can control those inflation expectations, um, you know, they're certainly hoping uh, that all of these big headlines uh, saying, look how aggressively we're moving, that that's mm. going to, you know, seep into people's psychology and people are going to go like, oh, yeah, they are serious about this. Uh, we believe them. Um, because if everybody believes the Bank of Canada is going to do what it needs to do to get back to 2%, then it actually makes the Bank of Canada's job of getting back to 2% much easier. You mentioned the the R word there, Mark, recession. Is that a, a possibility here, like a very real possibility that we could be going into a recession? You are seeing some Canadian private sector banks, uh, bank economists calling a recession. Last week, RBC became the first uh, big bank to forecast a recession in 2023. Now, they said it was going to be a short-lived and relatively mild recession. They're not uh, forecasting anything particularly dire. Um, but yeah, it is a, it is a real possibility. Um, raising interest rates the whole point of increasing interest rates is to slow down demand in the economy. It's to slow down the economy. Um, and so the Bank of Canada is kind of facing this delicate task where they're trying to slow down the economy without doing too much and causing negative growth and pushing the Canadian economy into a recession. So, you know, Tiff Macklem said he's not expecting a recession to happen. The Bank of Canada is forecasting, you know, a considerable slowing of growth. So they're now projecting the economy to grow by only 1.75% uh, next year. But, you know, he said it's a, it is a risk. And again, it gets back to those expectations. If, if expectations become unanchored and the Bank of Canada needs to raise interest rates again and again and again, much mm -hmm. higher than the likelihood of a recession increases. So what exactly is a recession, though? Like, how is it defined? Um, there's no official definition of what a recession is. But um, if the economy essentially shrinks for two quarters in a row, people typically say it's in recession. And so the governor, Tiff Macklem, he's, he's used the phrase soft landing a few times. And this is, this is something we've actually been hearing a lot about in this economic climate. Can you just remind us, what, what is a soft landing? A soft landing is a situation where we normalize interest rates, we bring inflation down, and we do it without causing a recession or a spike in unemployment. It's a Goldilocks scenario. So this uh, is what they're hoping for. They're hoping to, to have a soft landing here. This is what they're hoping for. This is what they're predicting. Um, but it is difficult. Uh, lots of economists say it's not, you know, it's not going to happen. It's becoming increasingly difficult the longer inflation stays high. Hmm. Inflation, of course, is not just a problem in Canada. We're seeing elsewhere in the world, right? This People are worried about inflation. And if other places are headed towards a recession, I mean, does it does it really matter at the end of the day what the Bank of Canada does? It's a great question, um, and it's a real challenge because, uh, you know, as you say, inflation is a is a global phenomenon. Um, a lot of the causes of inflation are um, these big, you know, global commodities like oil, uh, like grains, and other things like that. A lot of the issues driving up prices have to do with 
um, global supply chain problems. Um, but there is a domestic component to it, right? You are starting to see more and more inflationary pressures within the Canadian domestic economy that's showing up in service prices, right? So the prices for restaurants, flights, haircuts, all of that. Uh, that doesn't have, I mean, it's related to the kind of broader global inflationary pressures we're seeing, but it has a, you know, a very domestic component to it. Now, the Bank of Canada with Wednesday's move, it put itself ahead of the pack. So it's now the most aggressive central bank or one of the most aggressive central banks in the world in terms of monetary policy tightening. But you are seeing big moves from the US Federal Reserve, um, from other central banks, which, you know, over time is going to impact you know, global inflationary forces. Um, and again, if the U.S. Federal Reserve tips the U.S. economy into a recession, um, you know, that impacts the Canadian economy as well. So uh, it's that combination of, you know, the Bank Canada is trying to do what it can in its own backyard um, and also kind of be a team player along with other, these other central banks around the world. They really are trying to convince Canadians to not believe that inflation is going to stay high forever because, you know, they want to keep those inflation expectations anchored. Mark, it's always great to chat with you. Thanks for speaking with me. You bet. Glad to be here. Thanks. That's it for today. I'm Manika Raman-Wilms. Our summer producer is Zara Kozema. Our producers are Madeline White, Cheryl Sutherland, and Rachel Levy-McLaughlin. David Crosby edits the show. Kasia Mihailovich is our senior producer, and Angela Pachenza is our executive editor. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Music